Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, wonderful verse there in verse 7. Praise God. You know, faith is so important. We, we have to, you know, it's so important to talk about it, so important to teach on it, preach on it. Can't do it enough, really, uh, because we need to just be more established all the time in what the Word of God says and how we can receive and enjoy God's best in our life. Because look, look at what this verse says. We walk by faith, not by sight. This is how we're to walk in life. Doesn't mean we don't, you know, allow what we see to influence our lives. And we, you know, but if it conflicts with the Word of God, then just like, you know, Pastor Paul was talking about, uh, you know, we need to go with God's Word, and that's going, by, that's going with faith. That's faith in God's Word. We need to trust the Word above what we can see. When we encounter circumstances, we, that's why we need to know, what does the Word of God say here? And then we need to go with the Word. Uh, because we, as believers, we started out in faith. We believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. It took faith to get into the kingdom of God. So now we're to live by it and walk by it. Amen. One way to say that is we walk by what our faith sees in the word, not what our senses see or tell us from the world. We're to walk by faith in what we see in God's word, not what our senses are telling us that is true in the world. We know there are certain things that are true in the world, but we need to be walking by the word of God. And I'm going to say this, victims walk by sight, victors walk by faith. Victims only go by what they see. The circumstance rules, what they feel dominates, what what the world tells them, that's what they go with. That's a victim. That means you're going to be a victim to that circumstance. You're going to let that circumstance dominate you and rule over you. But victors walk by faith in what they see in God's word, what their spirit sees in the word of God. You know, sometimes when people hear that phrase, we walk by faith, not by sight, some people think, well, that faith is just something blind. It's just a blind thing that we, you know, we just have to accept it whether we can we can see it or not. But really, I want you to understand this. Faith in reality is not blind. Faith is enlightened vision. Faith is superior sight. It's not blind. It sees something. It's just superior. It's a superior vision, a superior sight. It's enlightened sight by the word of God, rooted, established in the word of God. Glory be to God. See, faith it really is, is based on the highest evidence. <laughs> the highest level of evidence. In other words, what you can see in the word of God. The scripture tells us his word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. That means it helps us see. A lamp, a light helps you see something. Well, that's what the Word of God does. It gives you enlightened vision, lightened vision, where you see what you need to be seeing regarding that situation, regarding life, regarding the circumstances we face in life. Glory be to God. And that comes, of course, in our spirits. We see things in our spirits. That's the superior light, the superior sight, superior vision is what you can see on the inside with your spiritual eyes. Remember Jesus talking to the 
Israelites, he was quoting Isaiah, said, uh, you, you know, you have ears to hear, but you don't hear. You know, you hear it, you hear it, but you don't hear it. Or you can see it, but you don't really see it. See, you can see things with these natural eyes, but not see what God is saying. And not see the reality of how it really is, you know, because of what God's word says. That only comes by getting your sight rooted in the word of God and seeing what that, what that light brings us, giving us light, revelation to our inward man. That's superior sight. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, he's talking about evidence of things not seen in the natural realm. See, faith doesn't deal with what you see in the natural realm. Faith has a different kind of sight. Faith has different eyes. It, faith allows you, it, 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 it's, it's, it's the result of seeing things in a superior way through the word of God. In the spirit realm. In the unseen realm. Glory be to God. Because faith does see something. You know, uh, in Hebrews 11, verse 27, you know, Moses, of course, is a member of the Faith Hall of Fame there in, in Hebrews 11. But notice what verse 27 says about him. Faith, by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Notice this, for he endured as seeing. He's talking about faith here. Faith sees him who is invisible. See, faith sees into another realm. Faith sees into that unseen arena. Glory be to God. Amen. And that's what caused Moses to be able to forsake Egypt and all the, you know, the, the glories and riches and all the things that were laid out before him in Egypt. You know, but no, he said, I'm seeing something else here. I'm seeing the invisible one. I'm seeing his word. I'm seeing into a different realm. I've got some superior sight that I'm going to walk by and live by. See, we're to be living and walking by that superior sight. No matter what we face in life, we can live by superior sight. Faith sees what the word of God promises. It sees what God is offering freely through his word. It sees what Jesus provided for us in redemption. It sees these things. It's not a sight based on what our senses pick up in this world. It's a sight based on what our heart has laid hold of from the unseen truths of God's word. See, we see them here on paper, yes, and that's, and we do, and we, we, look at it with our natural eyes and we, we take it in, but it's got to be, it, 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 that is then got to translate into something on the inside where our spirit sees it. That's why we have to keep hearing the word, looking at the word, keeping our eyes on the word of God, keeping our focus and attention on the word of God. Hallelujah. So that it becomes sight in our spirit so that our spirit man begins to see it. <laughs> Praise God. Let's look at an Old Testament example here of, uh, of superior sight in 2 Kings chapter 6 and how, and then we're going to look, we're going to mention a few characteristics of this sight as we go, uh, as we break this passage down a little bit. Uh, this is with Elisha, prophet Elisha. And, uh, you know, the, the king of Syria, he would, uh, send in different troops to invade, 
you know, uh, the uh, Israel at different times and, and uh, sneak up on them and try to catch them off guard. Well, uh, you know, they didn't have any satellites, you know, and couldn't do, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't monitor troop movement. There was no reconnaissance planes. But the Hamio Israel had some Holy Ghost reconnaissance. <laughs> the prophet Elisha. <laughs> because when the king of Syria would send in some men to, you know, invade different places, Elisha would already know ahead of time. And he would let the king of Israel know about it. And so the king of Syria, we'll pick it up right here. He was, getting, he was upset thinking that there was a traitor in the camp, a spy in the camp. And, uh, and so he challenged his men here. And, uh, the, you know, the, the men of, of Syria in 2 Kings 6, 11 said, Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this. And he called his servants and said, Will you not show me which, which of us is for the king of Israel? In other words, who's the spire? Who's the traitor here? Who's given them all the information about what we're going to do? And, uh, but the thing is, Elisha had a reputation, verse 12. One of the servants said, None of us, Lord, my Lord, O king, but Elisha. The prophet of Israel tells the king of Israel the words you speak in your bedroom. He's got all the inside information already, you know, by the spirit of God, through the word of knowledge. And, uh, and that, so he goes on to here in verse, uh, verse 13. So he said, go see where he is that I may send and get him. I'm, I want to go after him. Uh, now, this just shows the, 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 <laughs> the, the lack of brilliance of somebody that's, uh, you know, against God. Uh, you know, we, it, it, God laughs at this kind of stuff, the Bible tells us. And it was told him, saying, surely he's in Dothan. Uh, ver- next verse here, therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. Notice this, and they came by night and surrounded the city. We're going to sneak up on him in the dark. That, that's, that's, that's brilliant, isn't it? It's kind of like the devil. It's kind of like that devilish wisdom that said, you know, if I can just get enough people to crucify Jesus, man, my problems will be over. I'll get rid of him, and man, and the but the Bible tells us in in in, uh, in First Corinthians that uh, that Satan devised this plan and uh, and you know to crucify the Lord of Glory. He motivated all these people, and, and we're gonna have Jesus crucified. But he said he, he wishes he didn't. Oh, if I had not tried that, you know, but. Um, Praise the Lord. So we're going to sneak up on him, you know. And, uh, well, actually, they, they just fell more into, into, into God's trap. And so they, they surrounded uh, Elisha and his servant there in 2 Kings 6. And notice the servant uh, in verse, uh, let's read on here, verse 50, next verse there. When the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said, to Elisha, alas, master, what are we going to do? And listen, this in the, in the Hebrew, this, this, alas, that means he was in great fear. I mean, this was like a desperation. What are we going to do? Amen. Fear. Fear. Well, what does God always say to one of his kids whenever that child is dealing with fear? Notice, he said, don't fear. Don't fear. For those who are with us are more than those that are with them. And that leads us to our first uh, characteristic of somebody that has superior sight and can see some things. And when we see things in the word of God, uh, you know, faith, uh, here's something faith does. Faith, number one, you can put up number one up there. Faith sees the trouble in light of God's ability and care. It sees the trouble. 
the problem in light of God's ability. It always, ha- it always compares the problem and puts it up to God. That's what a real superior faith does. Superior sight already has God in mind. It's looking beyond the problem and looking to God's care, God's ability, God's answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he told him here, again in, in, in uh, 2 Kings 6, verse 17, he said, Elisha prayed, Lord, uh, open, open his eyes that he may see. He wants him to see into that unseen realm. Aren't you glad we can, through the word of God, see into the unseen realm? You don't have to have a gift of the spirit. You don't have to have a supernatural occurrence happen here. The Lord opened the eyes, though, of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Ooh, glory to God. Glory to God. See, God... Uh, God uh, had God was revealing. I've got ability because I care for you. I have the ability, no matter what you're dealing with. But you got to be able to see it. We need to be able to see it. Hallelujah! Now, listen. There's no indication here that Elisha actually saw what the young man saw. See, Elisha. Now, I doesn't mean Elisha has seen things in the spirit. He was a prophet. He was a seer. But that doesn't mean he saw them right there. He just knew they were there. He knew they were there. Amen. See, when you have faith, you don't have to see things in the natural. Or you don't have to have a supernatural manifestation. You can know by the word of God. In fact, I believe, because Elisha didn't say, Lord, I'm scared. Would you please show me the reality here? No, he said, Lord, just show this young man. Show my servant something that he can that'll help him out in this moment of fear. In other words, have mercy on him. Elisha, in fact, I believe he knew by faith. He knew he knew Psalm three. Put up Psalm three, verses uh, three through six. There, see, Elisha knew the he knew the truths of God's word. He he knew you you O Lord are a shield for me, my glory, the one who lifts up my head. Verse four. Um, I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Uh, Let's read on here, verses 5 and 6. I lay down and slept. I woke, for the Lord sustained me. Now look at verse 6 here. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who set themselves against me round about. He also knew Psalm 34, verse 7. Psalm 34, verse 7. He said, so I'm not afraid of all these people out here. I'm not afraid of the... You know, king in his chairs. Notice this. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. See, this this is the word we get to put our spiritual gaze on. This is what we get to see when we focus on God's word. We can see that in our spirit. So even though it looks like we're surrounded, no, God's got more with us. In fact, that's what, again, that's what... uh, that's what Elisha told the, the young servant there back in, uh, go back to 2 Kings chapter 6 again. In uh, verse 17, he said, more with us. It was full of uh, horses. Verse 18, I'm sorry, go ahead, read on there. Uh, ne- next verse, verse 18. He said, because more are with us than are with them. More be with us than are with them. Amen. Uh, actually, that was... Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I told you to go on. I actually meant go back there. Was it, what, what, was it the verse before? 
Praise God. See, I'm looking up there instead of just, I need to make sure I stay focused on here a little better. But uh, praise the Lord. Um, Where does it say more with us? I'm sorry, it's verse 16. That's right. Praise the Lord. What? Which verse? I'm sitting here reading. I'm looking. I'm looking. Why y'all? I'm looking at the wrong chapter here. My goodness! I thought, what are y'all talking about here? Fear not. Whew. Those who are with us are more. Everybody say more, more. than those who are with them. <laughs> Praise God. More, more than, so that, this is such a wonderful truth. It's just so marvelous. This is, this is what superior sight allows us to know. We can see this. Praise God. He can know that, you can know that God's, God's got more. No matter how much the enemy has, God's got more. God's bigger, God's stronger, God's got more. That should always, listen, when we see that truth, it should always alleviate any fear. Now, I know we all deal with fear, and I'm not, and, and listen, I wouldn't condemn anybody. This, we've all dealt with it, and, 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 and listen, we've all probably messed up and fallen because we've looked at circumstances and, and things, and we don't condemn anybody else that has. But it's in my heart, and it's strong in my heart now to, more than ever to help people. I want people seeing right. And I'm going to do everything I can in my, under the anointing of God and the ability he's given to me, to the calling he's given to me to help people be, be able to see better and walk in the spirit, walk by faith more than ever. Because we've got to have that in these last days. And I, I, I want people walking in victory. So I want people seeing things right. Seeing things with superior sight, knowing that we don't have to fear, even though we're confronted with it. And there's natural reasons to fear. But thank God, with this kind of sight we can have in the word of God, uh, there's nothing we, sh- we should be fearing. Uh, this, this sight, in fact, uh, number two kind of ties in with number one, really the second characteristic here. Uh, and you realize faith has, it sees God's answer before you ever face the problem. It sees God's answer before you even face the problem. See, just like Elisha, he knew. He said, we got more with us already. He already knew that before the problem ever came. And that's, what, that's why we have to be people of the word every day. That's why the word of God needs to be our meditation, not just, not just when trouble hits. I'm trying to help you have, have superior sight here. When everything's going well, that's a good time to meditate the word. <laughs> as well as when we face problems. It's a good time to make God's word your focus so that you're, you're already entering into that arena of, of the superior sight realm where you're not letting the world just dictate to you and keep your mind conformed to the world's way of doing things and thinking and seeing. Just looking by sight. Oh, I see something in the natural. No, see, we're not to be moved by that. We're just, we're to be cool and calm. No, I already got God's word on that. And God's already got an answer before I ever faced the problem, before the enemy ever showed up. You know, God's never played catch up with the devil. He's never, he's never had the devil do something. He went, oh, I wasn't ready for that. 
I wasn't prepared for that. God's never said, oh, I wonder what the devil's doing today. (laughs) Then after the problem hits, God has to come in after the fact and do something about it. He's never been there. He's never been there. Praise the Lord. In fact, Elisha, he didn't pray for God to help that servant or even to help them. He said, Lord, show this young man what's already true. You realize walking by faith, it means we walk by the superior sight of knowing what's already true. See, that's why we need to be so grounded and established in the past tenses of God's word that are in the New Testament. What's already true for you? Did you know you're already blessed? Ephesians 1.3 says so. He hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. So you need to know what's already true. I'm already blessed before I even enter into a situation where I can look cursed. See, the spiritual side of faith knows that. It's already, it already sees that. So that when the curse tries to come at you, you say, no, I'm already blessed. Because I've been med- meditating in the New Testament truths of who I am in Christ. Hallelujah. I'm already redeemed. I'm already delivered. He hath delivered me from all the power of darkness. That's what Colossians says. Glory be to God. I'm already redeemed from the curse of the law. Because Jesus was made a curse for me. He hath redeemed us, Galatians 3 says. See, these are past tenses of God's word that reveal what's already true about us. But it takes faith, superior sight, to, to put to make that the focus of your spirit so that when you encounter difficulties and adversity and the enemy tries to bring something, you're not caught off guard because you know God's already prepared victory before you even face the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> In fact, seeing by faith what God has already done causes you to enter into rest. When you have that superior side of faith and you're seeing into the realm of the spirit through God's word and your spirit gets a hold of these truths that we're talking about, that you're already blessed, you're already healed, you're already, you're already an overcomer. When you get that on the inside of you and you live that way and you meditate these truths during the day, man, you're ready when the enemy tries to throw something at you. You're already ahead of the game. You're already seeing something different because you've got the superior side where you're walking by faith. You're not walking by what the senses are telling you, how you feel, what it looks like, what you can reason. No, man, I've already entered into that unseen arena. Praise God where victory resides. Thank you, Lord. See, God, God's not waiting for the devil to attack and then and then figure out a solution. You know, the Bible tells us in Revelation 13, 8, Jesus is the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. So you do realize that before Adam sinned, before there was ever a problem of sin and the curse, God already made the solution. He already had a solution in mind. Amen. God didn't have to have an emergency conference in heaven after Adam sinned. God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost, and, and, and to say, all right, guys, that, that surprised us. What are we going to do now? No, um, 
Jesus was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Before Adam ever came onto this earth and breathed the breath, God already had a plan. God always has the answer before the devil ever brings a problem. So faith, superior sight, that's, that's why we have to keep, keep our hearts attuned to what the New Testament realities are uh, and realize I'm already victorious in Christ. I'm an overcomer in Christ. I triumph in Christ. I've already won. Glory to God. I'm already in the victor circle. That keeps you from being a victim when you know that. Because you're walking by faith in what God says is already true about you. But it takes us keeping our focus on the word of God. We've got to have that superior sight that comes through the power of the truths of God's word. Amen? Amen? (laughs) Glory be to God. That's something to shout about. Praise God. Number three, number three, number three, a third thing we can see from this account of Scripture that uh, reveals that um, faith, this superior side of faith, it sees that tests are just testimonies in the making. It already sees that. So so you, you can go into a test knowing this is just a, Somebody asks you, oh, man, you're going through a problem. You say, well, it's just a, it's just a testimony in the making. It's just a, vict- it's just a victory. Uh, you're watching a victory unfold. That's how we, this, this, I'm talking about the kind of sight that you, you can approach trouble, test trials with an attitude. This is basically saying, because of what I see in the spirit and in the word of God, I, I can't go under. This is just a test. It's just going to cause God to get glory. We don't need to decide that after the test has come. Hallelujah. Elisha already knew God was going to get glory out of this. <laughs> see, we ought to know ahead of time because of what we see on the inside. Hallelujah. Oh, but you're going through a difficult time, brother. I, you, no, you say, no, I'm just, I just have a testimony of triumph in the making. Yeah. See, we need this attitude when adversity comes. That's why we need to be seeing into that unseen realm, seeing into the truths of God's word. Let our spirit man be the one that's, that's, in, that's being the controlling factor in life. And that comes through hearing the word, meditating the word, keeping our focus on the word, making it a daily thing, making it something that's, the word is our life. (laughs) We shouldn't even be trying to see life without seeing through the word. Hallelujah. Praise God. See, there's nothing that can come at you from the enemy that you don't have the capability through the word, through the blood of Jesus, through the name of Jesus, by faith, to be able to turn what the devil wants to be a tombstone, you can turn it into a stepping stone. By the power of God, through faith, through superior sight. It's not going to happen automatically. You know, you hear some of these phrases sometime that, oh my goodness, you know, that, well, the trials of life, they just make you strong. No, they found that in third imaginations. 
I mean, I heard somebody say the other day, well, you know, what won't kill you will just make you stronger. No, that's in second illusions. Because <laughs> it's not in the Bible. Listen, some, some trials and tests will flat out slap you down and can cause you to be bitter. I've seen people react to tests and trials differently. I've seen people, I've seen some people just get mad at God. I've seen some people get weak to the point that they don't overcome things because a test came into their life because they didn't have, they weren't walking by the superior sight that we're, that's available to us. I'm not condemning anybody. Okay. (laughs) We've all been there to some measure. And again, if somebody's gone through something and they, and it was so strong in their life and it, and they didn't overcome it, you, you don't, you can't condemn them if you didn't walk in their shoes anyway. We don't condemn anybody. Cause again, we don't, we don't always walk in, you know, we don't walk in what somebody else has had to walk through many times. So there's never a time to, to be critical of someone else's faith, but we, we can't deny these truths of the word. And that's why I'm, you know, I'm responsible for teaching you the word of God and try to help people walk by a superior sight. Amen. In other words, that life can be different because it's not the trials that make you strong, but it is what you do against those trials that can make you stronger. Okay. That means if you apply the word of God properly, if you, re- if you submit to God, like James 4, 7, submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee. Well, submitting to God means you're submitting to faith. It means you're allowing the word of God to be superior in your inward man to where you see things differently. You're seeing into the unseen realm. That's submitting to God. Then you can resist the devil and he'll flee. So you do resist the devil when test comes. And that resistance can cause you to get stronger as you overcome that test. Glory to God. You know, it's kind of like weightlifting. You know, I've done a lot of weightlifting in my life. I found out one thing, weights can hurt you. I have, I've, hurt, I've actually hurt myself lifting weights years ago. Hurt myself. Hurt him, hurt him, you know, almost tore a, you know, strained a muscle. I couldn't lift weights for months after that because I hurt myself. Because I thought I could lift a little bit more weight than I should be at the time. I didn't have a guy spotting me and, and it kind of, I had to, you know, twist a little bit and twisted a muscle in my, in my upper body and it just was like, wow, could have been worse. But weights make you strong. Weights can break your neck. <laughs> they have. There's people that have died lifting weights because, again, they thought they could lift too much on a bench press, and it came back and knocked them right in the, you know, hit the, broke their neck. So weights don't make you strong, but the proper pressure against the weights can make you stronger. Trials in and of themselves don't make you strong. So when you hear that, oh, man, trials, you know, tough spots make you strong. No, no, no. Tough spots can kill you. Hurt you, weaken you, cause people to get mad or bitter. But if, we, if we're walking by superior sight and applying the word of God by faith, we can move that test. God will move it through faith. 
Amen. He'll move that mountain when we speak to it and stand on the word of God and do our part because of what we know from God's word. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. So every test is an opportunity for God to get glory and for you to have a testimony of God's faithfulness in your life. And the bigger the challenge, the bigger the opportunity for God to get glory. So we shouldn't be afraid of anything. I said we shouldn't. Now that comes through developing our faith. It comes through applying ourselves. See, this doesn't happen automatically getting superior sight. You know, Proverbs chapter 4 says, My son, verses 20 through 22, My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. This is how you get superior sight. You don't let the word depart from your eyes. When you're, uh, you, you keep them. Keep those words. This is how you keep the word in the middle of your heart, where you can see things, see things that others can't see. Where you can be like Moses and, and see him who's invisible and endure in, in your faith because you don't let it depart from your eyes. You keep the word in front of you. You keep the word in your, in your meditation. You keep it in, that keeps it in the middle of your heart. And then verse 22 tells, tells you there's great results and benefits from that for they are life. See, that means victory. That means triumph. That means you overcome the circumstance to those that find them. And notice this health or medicine, actually in the Hebrew, medicine. This is God's medicine, isn't it? The word of God to all of our flesh. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. But pastor, I didn't get my victory and my healing. Well, we got to go back to this then, don't we? We got to get superior sight. This is how you get it. And that leads us to point number four, superior, superior sight of faith. It maintains that steady gaze into God's unseen reality. It, it, knows it, need, it sees the need of looking continually at unseen realities. See, this is not automatic. Walking by this kind of sight is going to turn tests into triumphs and testimonies. We've got to be able to be disciplining, disciplining our minds and our attention, our focus, when, we're, when we can be so distracted, and we all can get distracted, and we all do get distracted at times, well, then we need to get our focus back. Got to get your attention back. Hallelujah. This isn't my idea. <laughs> this is God's word. Hallelujah. See, your reality, in fact, 2 Kings reveals that, that account in 2 Kings 6, reveals that the the reality of your victory is in the unseen realm. It's there. The chariots of fire, all that was there. It was there. They just could, you just couldn't see it in the natural. Your victory is there. It's already there in the unseen realm. But we have to do what it takes to get our sight in that realm by faith, and then we got to maintain it. Listen, it's not, enough to, it's not enough to get into victory and get into faith. How I many of you got to stay there? I know this isn't always fun to talk about sometimes. But, 
This is how we're going to get victory over something that you're facing, something that's bound you, a fear, a disease, a, 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 a circumstance that has just hung into your life, it just it seemed like you're cursed in a certain area of your life. You're going to get free if you'll do this. I didn't think it'd be much shouting on that, but it's still true anyway. Somebody wants you to, some folks want you to wave a magic wand. Woof! Be gone. But some folks are willing to come hear the word and then do it. Okay? Hear it. Do it. Enter into that superior side of faith. And then do what's necessary to stay there. And so there's a fight involved. There's a fight involved. And I want to see God's people, our people, here harvest at least. Anybody else who wants to jump in on it? (laughs) I want to see God's people walking by that kind of sight. In these last days, it's going to be needed. This is a last day's message. (laughs) Most of mine are going to be as we get closer to the Lord's return. Uh, Because I'm dealing with things that God's put in my heart. For this day and hour, and faith is, is, is huge right now. Because even when they, they, they tell you the next virus is down the road and coming on the scene, coming out of somewhere, these, fa- these things about God's word are still true. You, he's, he, God wasn't caught off guard. Okay? And listen, I believe in doing everything in the natural we can. I'm all for vaccines. I'm, we be, we pray for God to work in the medical community and the you know and and to help and help these things. We're for that. Anything that helps people, I'm for it. And God's for it. But there's some things we're still going to have to be able, as God's people, to not live in fear, and we're going to have to tap in to the superior sight of faith. Do what you need to do in the natural, but you, we need to be developing this side of it stronger than ever. That's from the Lord. Stronger than ever. We've got to be pressing into this. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So number four. Did I give you number four yet? There it is. We've got to look continually. The superior sight knows I've got to keep looking. At the unseen, look at Second Corinthians chapter four. Wonderful couple of verses here. Verse sixteen. Verse sixteen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the answer is a reality in the unseen realm. Therefore, we don't lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Verse seventeen. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. His work works for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. Notice, now notice verse 18 here. While. In other words, God's able to bring glory out of that test that you're facing right now. But it's not just going to happen just because you're breathing air on the planet. It's while we don't look at the things which are seen. And you have to do that on purpose. <laughs> it doesn't happen just because you blink. And breathe and you exist and take up space on the planet. It happens because you purposely do some things. 
You don't look at the things which are seen. You don't make that your focus. You don't put your attention on what you feel, on, on, on what your natural senses are telling you right now. But you look. You're seeing something, right? With the looking. We're seeing things which are not seen. That's superior sight. <laughs> You're seeing the things which are not seen. Those unseen realities, those truths of who you are in Christ and what Jesus has made you to be through the shedding of his blood. We look at those things in the, in the New Testament. We look at those truths. Because the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. See, we need to be basing our life, our existence, our future on eternal realities. Our faith is rooted and things you can't see with these natural eyes. But it's superior sight because you're seeing it with your spiritual eyes. But it takes looking at it, looking at the unseen. It takes looking at the word of God, putting the word of God first. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So this is a great key to victory in every trial and test, seeing the unseen and maintaining a spiritual gaze on the great truths of who God is and what Christ has done for you in his redemptive work, what's already yours in Christ. Hallelujah. So these tests then can bring great glory to God and become a testimony when we keep our gaze right, our look right, keep seeing right with superior sight. While we do something, not automatic, while we don't look at the natural things, but we keep looking at the unseen truths of God's word. Look at Numbers 13. We'll close with this passage, some verses here this morning on this point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, God can't be perceived with our physical, natural senses. But when our spiritual eyes get enlightened with the word of God, Hallelujah. Glory to God. That means you get an eyeful spiritually. You see what Jesus did for you. Now, the thing is, you may get that revelation, but you need to stay with it. You got to keep looking at it because the devil's going to try to get you looking at things by sight into the reason arena. Like Thomas, oh, I, I got to feel his hand. No, we, we got to stay. We can stay. We've got the capacity, the capability to keep our focus on what God says is true and maintain that superior side of faith. I, I, I could wrap up Numbers 13 in, in this statement here. What you see is what you get. <laughs> anybody remember Gerald? Ger, anybody here remember Geraldine? It's going to age some of you. Some of you just, you don't know what I'm even talking about. Geraldine, Flip Wilson's, y'all remember Flip Wilson, the comedian. What you see is what you get. Oh, well, some of you may remember that. He was so funny, but uh, that was one of his characters he would do. Some of you just have to go on, and you got this thing called the internet. You can, uh, some of you young folks can look that up, but... Uh, Hallelujah. <laughs> but um, here in Numbers chapter 13, you got the 12 spies you know, that went in to spy out the land, the promised land. And, uh, and 10 of them came back 
with an evil report here, the Bible says. Now, now verse 26 of Numbers 13. They departed, came back to Moses and Aaron with all the, and all the congregation, the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Next verse. Then they told him and said, we went, we went to the land where you sent. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is the fruit. And I'm sure everybody in the congregation, they're getting excited right now. Nevertheless, but then they throw a wrench in it, showing that they didn't have the right kind of sight. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw descendants of Anak, the giants there. We're looking at them. This is what we're looking at, guys. <laughs> they're, they're, look, they're going by the natural sight, so they're victims. You walk by sight, you'll be a victim. That's how they saw themselves, too, as we're going to see. We're victims, man. We, we can't win. We can't overcome. We're whipped. And the Canaanites, the Malachites that dwell in the south, the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, the Canaanites, all the parasites and termites. They dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. This is what they were looking at. This is where their gaze was. This is where their focus was. This is all they could see. They're walking by sight. Then Caleb, thank God for Caleb and Joshua, he quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession. We're well able to overcome it. He could not say that if he didn't have some other kind of sight. Because he saw the same things they did in the natural. He saw giants. He saw that they were outnumbered. He saw the obstacles. They were, and so in the natural, he could have jumped in with the ten spies. Listen, the majority is not always right. Because a lot of times the majority is seeing things in the natural. They don't have the spiritual side, the supernatural, the superior side. Caleb had superior side. He obviously had kept on his heart and was focused on what God had initially told him, the land is yours, go up and take it. So it didn't matter to him how strong the people were that they were coming up against, how strong the giants were. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if they were 9 foot tall or 15 foot tall. He said, we're well able. We're well able. He saw unseen realities. Glory to God. Glory to God. So he wasn't a victim. He became the victor. He ended up getting in. He, he got in. The other guys didn't. But it wasn't because they didn't see the same thing in the natural. It's because Joshua and Caleb saw something in the spirit. They had superior sight. Hallelujah. And the ten did not see the ability of God. They didn't compare the situation to the ability of God. Like we said, one of the things of characteristics of superior sight. They only saw the giants and the problems in light of what they were. Amen. Because they said they're stronger than we. Who's we? We little peons. As you're going to see in a minute, we little grasshoppers. But when Joshua and Caleb, when Caleb said we are well able, who is he talking about? Us and God. He saw different. He saw different. Their we was different than Caleb's we. Hallelujah. See, when I can say, we are overcomers, we're going to defeat this problem or circumstance that's come against us. When I say that, I'm saying it in light of who our God is with us, that he's for us, and that there's more that be with us that be with them. 
Because I can say that based on the superior sight. But these guys, when they said we, it was just them versus the problem. We little grasshoppers against these big old mean giants. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read on there. Uh, I want to keep going on those verses there in uh, Numbers 13. Again, we just need to see how these, I want you to see how these ten spies saw themselves. But the men who had gone up with him, this is after Caleb stood up, they said, we are not able to go up against the people for they're stronger than we are. Again, we, just us, not God with us. But, and they gave the children of Israel, notice this, a, ba- a, a bad report, an evil report, you know, King James says, which they had, of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we have gone is spied is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of a great statue, statue, stature. And then, no, notice again how much the word saw or, or against sight have to do with seeing here. There we saw the giants, descendants of Anak that come from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. So we were in their sight. It's all about sight with them. Natural sight. (laughs) They didn't have the superior sight because they were looking at the problem alone and not comparing it to their God, not realizing God had already made a way of victory. He already told them the land is theirs. All these principles we've looked at. The fact that God already provides victory before the enemy even shows up. More with us and with them. All these truths that a person of superior sight has looked has seen through God's word. And realize the past tense of God's word is we're already victorious. We're already more than conquerors. We're already healed. We're already blessed. So we need to just keep ourselves positioned there for our faith to keep working and to enter in, or even to enter into faith first through keeping our gaze, our sight on the word of God. We've got to see right. Because what you see is what you get. Now, saying is tied into that, and we're going to be getting into some saying parts again in the near future. The Lord's dealt with me about saying and seeing. So we're going to say some, we're going to talk about that part of it because their words were important too. Put that back up. Let's look at that again. Because their sight, what they saw though, they were seeing, they were just looking at, at the problem, looking at the circumstance. Now they said, notice this, we were grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Now let me ask you this. These were spies. Do you think they went, one of these 10 spies who's supposed to stay hidden, you think one of them walked up to one of the Canaanites and one of the people, one of these giants or whoever, and said, do we look like grasshoppers to you? And the giant goes, yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. No, they came back. It's because that's how they saw themselves. That's how they saw themselves. Because they were looking only at the natural. Listen, you... You compare yourself in the natural to any, any big challenge in your life. Yeah, you're going to get, you're going to have a defeatist, fearful attitude because you realize I can't, it, it's not about my ability versus this. That's why we have to walk by superior sight, by faith. We walk by faith, superior sight, not by what we see in the world with our natural sight. That's how we're going to be a victor. And not a victim in life. 
We have to keep our spiritual superior sight sharpened by meditating on the Word of God, hearing the Word of God. Keep, you've got to keep an awareness of that unseen realm. That's why you need to be in church. That's why you've got to be plugged in where God has told you to be plugged in. Plugged in with the right people. You've got to be plugged in, certainly on your own. You've got to spend the, spend the amount of time you need to to keep your spiritual gaze sharpened. Your eyes have to, if you're going to have that 2020 spiritual vision, you've got to keep feeding it carrots. <laughs> Spiritual carrots. You got to keep feeding on the Word of God. You got to keep that meditation in there. So that when you do face a difficulty, a test comes, you don't just revert to your just the sight and the, the senses. No, you, you immediately can go to the inside. That's what, I mean, thank God, this is, I, when I've had some bad reports in my life, I've been able to go inside. Okay, what am I seeing in here first? I'm not going to be moved by what I hear on the outside. I'm not going to be moved by what I'm seeing on the outside. Doesn't mean there's not a fight involved. Doesn't mean there's not, there's not going to be a battle in, ensues here because oftentimes there is. But it means you already know some things ahead of time because you've, you're seeing correctly. You're looking into the unseen realm where your victory lies. And that hasn't changed. It's not going to change because God's word is true. We just got to stay tapped into it. See, the word of God is our avenue. Thank God the word of God is our bridge to that unseen realm where we can keep looking. We can keep our gaze. We can keep, you know, we, we can keep attending to the word of God knowing it's bringing life, it's bringing health, it's bringing strength, it's bringing me the victory. It's keeping my face strong. It's keeping me in that position to where God's going to be able to turn this test into a testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we can say with Elijah, there are more, that be, there are more with us that be with them. We can say that all the time. Elijah's just sitting there. He's resting. He's surrounded. <laughs> he's surrounded by Syrians. But he's just sitting there on, on the stump saying, Lord, help this young guy see it. That there's more with us than be with them. Because he was looking into the unseen realm. So he was at rest. See, faith is a rest. That's why we need to be at rest. That's why even with turmoil all around us, we can be spiritually at rest because we have superior sight. So let's work on that. Let's purpose in our hearts. I'm going to walk by the superior sight, walk by faith, not by what I see in the world with these natural eyes, but what I see in my spirit through the word of God. That keeps us in the row, in a place of victory, no matter what kind of report we get from the world. I don't care what arena of the world it comes from. The medical arena, you know, the, this next, the next thing coming down the road, or the political arena, the economic arena. Doesn't matter. We walk by superior sight. You know, the scripture tells us in Psalm 2 that when the kings, kingdoms of this, the, the nations of the world, the, the rulers of the world, they were devising a plan against God and his anointed. <laughs> God didn't go, uh-oh, guys, let's call an emergency meeting in heaven. I didn't know they were going to do this. No, the scripture tells us in Psalm 2, he who sits in the heavens laughs. 
God laughs at the the devices, the plans, the strategies of the devil and those that are following him because they can't defeat God's purposes and plans. They can't defeat. God's already prepared victory for his church. He's given us authority. He's given us uh, the power to overcome. He's given us his promises that we can stand on and receive every blessing, every benefit. He's already, these things are not going to change. He's already, God's already provided an answer before there was ever a problem. See, in superior sight sees that. Like Elisha, he's, he's just, la- he's basically just laughing at the guys surrounding him. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad we can laugh with our father? At the enemy's plans against us. The enemy says, oh, I'm going to bring something else into your life. It's going to be, it's not just going to be a virus. It's going to be a plague. It's going to be this. It'll be that. Ha, ha, ha. God's already provided me with all I need to walk in victory. Now my job, position myself the right way. Keep my focus in the right place so that I can have superior sight. And I'm going to continue with that kind of sight. And I'm going to see that test that comes into my life, turned into a testimony. Hallelujah. Everybody stand up. Praise God. Praise God. Some of you may be going through something right now. There's a test in your life. There may be a big test in your life. I don't know about everybody's situation. I'm aware of some. There were some people, situations we're standing with and believing God with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want this to be an encouragement to you today. You can begin to do something. If you haven't, you can begin to do something, whether you're online with us or here in person. Praise God. Praise God. I want to get you just, I want you focusing on the unseen realm right now. Let's get our focus on the unseen realm. Get our attention back on what God's word says is true in spite of, of what the natural senses are telling you, what your physical senses are telling you, what your reasoning is telling you. Anything out in this world is inferior to the superior sight of faith and the power that's available in that unseen realm to bring deliverance and victory for your life, to turn that test into a testimony. Hallelujah. So we're standing on God's word today. Make that your commitment. I'm going to God's word and I'm going to stand on it and I'm going to keep my gaze on it. One way you keep your gaze on it is you keep praising God for the victory. Keep praising God for his word. Keep thanking God for what his word says is true about you. That's one way you keep your attention on what on the unseen realm. See, the devil doesn't like you praising God when he's trying to do all this stuff in your life. Because he knows you've got your eyes on something. On, on, you've got your eyes on the one who brings you the deliverance and the victory. <clears throat> he knows that you're operating in some superior sight. When you're spending time praising God, when he's trying to inflict you with that, that, you know, that sickness, or he's trying to you know, tear up your, your life in, in other areas or your finances or whatever, he knows if you've turned your gaze toward heaven, he knows he's defeated. One way we keep our attention, our focus, our gaze, our look, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. We keep our eyes on the throne. We keep our eyes, our gaze on the one who is our deliverer and has already made deliverance available through us. One way we do it is through praise and thanksgiving. With the word of God in our mouth. 
the word of God in our heart. We praise God for the truth of who we are. So start thanking him that you're blessed. Start thanking him you're delivered. Start thanking him that you're healed right now. Start thanking him your need is met abundantly in the name of Jesus. Father, we praise you. We thank you. Thank you for the unseen truths and realities of your word. Father, we don't see them right now in the natural, but we know it's real. We know the reality of your word. And Father, we choose, we purpose to keep our gaze, our look, our attention on the unseen realities of your word. We thank you that your word says by his stripes we were healed. We thank you it's a done deal that you've already provided the answer before we ever had the problem. And we thank you for it today. We praise you for the victory. We praise you for the answer. Thank you that your word is true in our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we're tempted to look a different way and to look to the natural and look and and try to walk by sight and the devil tries to distract us in many different ways, I want you to purpose from this day on. From this moment on until till you see that test turn into a testimony. Let's purpose that the word of God's going to keep first place in our heart. We're going to keep our sight superior with these spiritual eyes. We're going to look on the inside. Our, what does the word say? That's what I'm thinking on. That's what I'm meditating on. And we keep our gaze on this bridge that, that reveals to us the unseen realities. This is it. it. It comes by the word of God. There's no other way. There's no other bridge to the unseen realities. It's not in men's ideas or philosophies. It's only by the word of the living God. And you're new creatures in Christ, so you need to get into the New Testament and find out what is true for you already. The past tense truths of God's word that tell you you're blessed, you're delivered, you're free. You're healed, you're whole. You're prosperous. Your need's already met. So where are we going to keep our sight? (laughs) On the unseen realities. And don't let the devil sway you from them. Don't let him move you from them. Yeah, the Syrian army's out there surrounding you. But you can sit on the stump like Elisha and just laugh at it. Lord, show show them the reality. Show my servant what's really going on here. <laughs> that you already provided the answer before there was even a problem. You have the answer already. So rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We're moving from we're moving forward in faith. We're gonna move forward. We're gonna we're gonna have a church just looking with a different kind of sight. Superior sight. We're not gonna be moved by things. We're going to come together and join together even stronger than ever. And we're going to believe God for our fellow brethren more than ever. And we're going to, we're going to help each other get through things. I don't like, and I've shared this. I'm going to, let me just take a moment again. I don't like, I mean, I thank God for some of our precious church family that have, we thank God that they're in heaven with Jesus. Some just recently, you know, with Sandra and Maddie, but others have gone too. Others have gone. And, 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 and there are times I'm like, Lord, I just, 
man, I, I want to do what I can do to help. I want people to finish their full race. I'm, I'm glad they're with you. And they wouldn't come back if they could. But Lord, help me to be better at helping your people. Helping this church. I can't do it for everybody. And, and you can't make everything happen for everybody anyway. And there's no condemnation. Like I said, if somebody goes home because they had a long fight, I'm not going to condemn them because I've been in fights myself. And if you, you can't criticize me if you didn't walk in my shoes. So we don't criticize anybody, but I, I still, it's in me. It's strong in me. I, I can't deny it. I, I want people to get everything God has for them. So I've got, I, I want us to be willing to fight this fight and help people see things with that superior side and, and see more miracles. We've had miracles, but I want more. <laughs> I don't want anybody going home too soon if possible, but praise God. So I, I know you're going to plug in. I want you to just plug it in with me. Let's, let's, uh, let's pursue these things. Being praying for, praying for us, the, the, the ministers that minister the word, that it'll cause us to just walk in a higher level of this faith and stronger in it and in receiving from God. Cause that's, that's certainly my heart right now so that we're not moved by anything in this world. We're not moved by it. Oh, they come out with a new report. Ah, you know, Lord, we're seeing different. We're seeing the unseen truths and we're not going to be shaken from them. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you.